Welcome to the Wilcoga Podcast, everybody. Glad you made it to another episode. Very happy to have you with me. And can you believe it? We are uh, looking down towards the end of January. First month is pretty much done and in the rearview mirror. And I hope it's everything you wanted it to be, whatever it was that you wanted to accomplish, whether it was dry January or, uh, you know, Maybe it was eating a little healthier. Maybe it was moving. Maybe it was being more creative. Maybe it was leaving work at work, being more present, whatever it was. I hope you were able to accomplish that and learn that uh, it takes discipline to move on to the next months because it's still going to be tricky. And just because January is done doesn't mean the fight is done, correct? So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that We've all learned some tools in, in January to use in the rest of the 11 months that are left. This episode, I want to talk about the power of no. Now, for the longest time, saying no was so hard for me. I would overbook myself, overextend myself, emotionally wear myself out to the point where the quality of, I guess, life deteriorates. We've all been there. We have all been in those situations where we feel bad saying no. Now, it's not about being an asshole, right? It's not about, hey, I've learned to say no, so I'm going to be an asshole all the time. Believe me, I tried that. It didn't get me far. Now, again, I don't know much about this stuff. I just collect these things that I've learned in my last year of being in my uh, health journey and recovery And just making sure that uh, I'm able to kind of pass this along to somebody, to all of you really, uh, if you're willing to uh, hear me out. But I am by no means an expert. These are just things that I've implemented in my life. Now, saying no is something that I've definitely had to lean on, especially with a goal in mind. Now, we're going to listen to a couple of different people talk about it on this podcast. Uh, I have some snippets I want you to to dive into with me. The first one is from Ryan Holiday. Uh, he's an author, also a podcast host as well. Uh, his books are The Ego is the Enemy. Uh, he also has The Daily Stoic. He also has Stillness is the Key and many others. You can check them out on Amazon. Here's his take on why you should I say no. better at saying no. I mean, I think the first thing that Seneca would point out is that there is a cost to saying yes. He talks about how we're so good at protecting our property. If someone came and stole your watch or your phone, you'd get mad at them. But the fact that your phone and your watch steal time from you, you have no problem with. And time is the one thing you can't get back. You can always buy more stuff. So I think that's number one. Number two is this question that Marcus Rielis had. He said, ask yourself with every action, is this essential? So like, do you really need to do this? Or is it just a social obligation that's being pushed on you? Is it someone else trying to take something from you? Is it someone else trying to get something for free from you? Is it someone else guilting you into doing something that you don't really want to do or doesn't make you better? And so think about, again, when you're doing those inessential things, that that comes at the cost of the essential thing. And then know what you actually want your life to look like, like what you want your day to look like. For me, I hate meetings. I hate being on the phone. I like having time sitting there writing. I like spending time with my family. I like exercising, running, working out, stuff like that. So I think about what this is taking me away from. And then I'm, it's easier for me to say, no, I don't say maybe when all I really want to say is no. Um, And then that gives me the freedom to say yes to the things 
that are important. So there we go. <laughs> that to me is 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 something I've learned this last this this the year that that just passed that was crucial to me. Is when you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to the thing that you want to do or to the to the way you want to do it. Uh, I've, I've I've talked about my my journey out of type two diabetes, and it's an ongoing thing. I have to consistently learn what to say no to so that I can say yes to something else. And this goes in deeper into what we were talking about a little bit um, last time about the my creative process. And and for those of you who do creative things out there, uh, content creators or or artists or, or or whatever that you do, photographers. There's a point in time where you have to learn that there is a type of client that you just kind of have to say no to. You have to ask yourself kind of a, a litany of questions of how is this either going to contribute or take away to what I'm trying to do or who I'm trying to be? Is this going to be the worth the emotional taxing? Because let's face it, there's just some folks that wear us out. It's just kind of a burden. And sometimes because the price is right. Or because we feel guilt, maybe uh, we force ourselves into these situations where we feel like, "Oh, I have to make this work." Uh, the other part of it too is, what am I learning from this situation? If the situation is going to be just to get you know the job done and going through the motions, I'm not going to do it. Uh, it sounds selfish, but unless I'm going to gain some perspective or some something out of this. If it's not a challenge, I rarely take it. And there's a couple reasons for that. Number one is because you only get better when you push yourself. And number two is if my heart's not in it, I'm not going to do a good job doing whatever the task is, whether it's engineering, whether it's mixing, whether it's creating music for other folks. I have to be in it. And those are the kind of like the the gauges I check sometimes when I'm uh, about to take on a project. The other thing, too, is just relationships. I mean, COVID kind of changed the way that we see interactions with others and how we actually interact with others. But in another way, it's become kind of crucial to have that human interaction again, but almost to a fault. I think some of us learned that during that, I think we're okay being on our own. I think some of us struggled more being on our own. I'm in this spot now where I have to kind of clean the board off in order to take a clear snapshot of where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. And that could be with anything. Uh, you know, with my with my health journey, I really had to ask myself, what is it that I'm going to say no to that's going to allow me to A, get better, B, get off all medication, uh, lose the weight that was hindering me, but also work on my mind. And how does that correlate with everything else in my life? Uh, how does music and, and, and also working on your health, how do, how do those two things coexist in one person when at times they're polar opposites? Well, for me, it was saying no to things. I mentioned it in the last episode, you know, having been asked to kind of get back into the bar scene and, and play music. I have to say no to that so that I can have the time to work on myself and have the ability to have a clear picture of where I'm going. How is this either taking me closer to my goal or is this taking me further away? Because there's no gray area in what we do. It really isn't. It's either getting us closer or pulling us away. 
to be that cut and dry with yourself is hard. It's something I'm always trying to work on because sometimes these things slip through the cracks and I say yes for something or do something that it's you realize immediately it's not helping me or anybody around me by doing this. Uh, I mentioned relationships too. Like I said, there's there's just toxic people around us. And at times we need a break. Boundaries are healthy. That's something I'm learning. Relationships sometimes end. And whether they're friendships or, 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 or working relationships, sometimes you need to go, okay, there, there is a, a low cost benefit here. Um, and the risk reward is not worth it. And I need to take care of myself. And I need to set these boundaries. And I need to close the door to this so that I can open this door and, and maintain my sanity emotionally physically to attack the things that I want to do. The other thing too is how do we attack the things that we want to do and not get sidetracked by the distractions of other things popping up you could say yes to. I want you to take a listen to a Steve Jobs talk about and, this. And you know the hardest thing is you, when you think about focusing, right? You think well focusing is is saying yes, no. Focusing is about saying no. So let's let's break down a little bit of what that looks like. And I'll share some of my examples. You know, when I was going through, through type two diabetes, um, I heard a lot of stories from, from my nurse of, of folks that continue on all this medication and insulin and, and just kind of live a life. You know, uh, she's like, well, you know, if, if you're going to drink alcohol, make sure that you don't take this medication or, or be careful with this medication when you're, you know, doing this or try try to eat this way and try to get a you know 10 minutes of exercise a day and I didn't want to do that I wanted to be a hundred percent focused so in order to stay focused I had to say no I'm not going to partake in any of this stuff now again this is my journey this isn't a one-size-fits-all but I had to say no in order so that I could focus on what the task at hand was I'm the same way when I do creative projects. A very, I understand my bandwidth now. I understand that there are certain things that can land on my plate. And if I pay too much attention to them, it'll take away from something else, right? So that's what we go, what we went back to uh, uh, what Ryan Holiday was saying. Saying no to the right thing allows you to say yes to the crucial thing. And, and that's one of the things. As we turn the corner now, and, you know, January is kind of this, it's like a new year, new perspective, right? And we have a, a little bit of, of, of jet fuel in our engines. We attack it. February's tough, even though it's the shortest month. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's tough. I, I, I already feel the, you know, the winter blues. I struggle with that sometimes. I already feel that, you know, well, does it? Does it really matter if I, I mean, what, what am I really trying to do with it? Stay the course. Focus. February is no different than January, except that we've already done January, and we've learned what to do, what not to do, and most importantly, what to say no to. So February, February, I think, is the month of no. <laughs> February is the month where we learn to say no so that we can continue the progress we made in January. That's it. One simple goal. I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. 
Uh, I've got some awesome guests lined up uh, for future uh, episodes. Also, if you want to continue your dry January into February, heck, even into March, if you want to do the whole dry year, go to Athletic Brewing. If you go to willcoca.com slash athleticbrewing, you'll be able to see the link there to try some tasty non-alcoholic brews. The code W-I-L-L-C-20 to get 20% off your brews. Uh, code does not work with the seltzer water. Sorry, folks. Just works with the non-alcoholic brews. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.